This is our fourth and final session on this great verse, John 3.16. For God loved the world in such a way that he gave his only Son, his eternal, divine, precious Son, and did not spare him but gave him up to death, so that in such a way, namely that whoever believes in him should never perish, never fall under the wrath of God and, and go to hell, but rather enjoy eternal life. And what we want to do in this session is talk about this destiny. We've talked about danger, duty, and design. Now, destiny. What is this life. Here we can see it's eternal. It's never ending. But oh, if we just survey the Gospel of John, just stay with the Gospel of John and ask, oh Lord, what is this life? There are nine uh, aspects that I want us to look at just very briefly. I'll tick them off. You can slow it down and think about them, but I'll share them fairly quickly. Number one, this life is divine it is in Christ before it's in us. It's not native to us. John 1, 4, in him was life, and that life was the light of men. We get our life from Christ. Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So this life is Christ life. It is not simply the extension of life we have. It is a divine life in Christ, which we have how? The second thing we can say about it is that it is through the Word. Simon Peter answered him in John 6, 68, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Words, words mediate this life somehow. Or 1720, I do not ask for these only, but also for those who will believe in me through their word. That's us in the 21st century. We believe in him through their word. Their word, echoing Christ's word, is the mediator of life, eternal life. So it comes through the word. Third, no one comes to me unless the Father who sent me draws him. So the coming to Jesus, which we said was faith, the coming to have our souls satisfied is a gift of God. So the life is not only a gift of God in that he loved the world by giving his son, it is also a gift of God in that our coming to him is something that the Father himself grants. John fifteen five. this life is by union with Christ. Since he has the life, we must be united to him in order to enjoy it. I am the vine, you are the branches. You know how that works. Branches are grafted in. I mean, they, they grow out of, they're in the vine. They get life from the vine. Whoever abides in me and I in him, this is the union. He it is that bears much fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing. You don't have any life except by connection with me. John 5, 24. It is a present, not just a future, reality. 
So many people don't realize this and don't know the awesome work that God has done and is doing in their lives. Truly I say to you, whoever hears my word and believes, him who sent me has eternal life. He does not come into judgment, but has passed from death to life. Oh, glory. We have already decisively, by God's design and permanent disposition, come into life. We're not waiting to get eternal life. Eternal life has come to us, and therefore we will not come into judgment, but have already passed out of death into life. And this present experience of life now is a personal relation with God. Look, John 17, 3, and this is eternal life. What is eternal life? This is eternal life that they know you, the only true God, this is Jesus talking, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. So when you have Christ's life imparted to you by the work of the Father, you know the Father and you know Jesus, the Son, in a way that no one else knows him except those who are united to him. This is a a personal, intimate, sweet, self-authenticating relationship knowledge. Next, this relationship will not be interrupted by death. Amazing. John eleven twenty five, Jesus said to her, to Martha, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. Oh, it's better. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. I think (laughs) as glorious as it is, I think that means that the eternal life which we have now will not experience one second of interruption in the instant that we die We are not dead, but have the fullest experience of union with Christ. Well, not quite the fullest, because there are two more steps, namely the resurrection. For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who looks on the Son and believes in him should have eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. So when death comes, there's no break. Here's life here in this world as we fellowship and know the Father and know the Son. Here's death, and there's life, and here's resurrection. And here we have a conscious experience of life in Christ that Paul says in Philippians 1.20 is far better. But here we have resurrection in the last day so that our life will be full with the glorious resurrection of a body made like unto Christ's body. And of course, number nine, it is eternal. It lasts forever. 
For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. And I want to close with just a brief quote from Jonathan Edwards, because we need help to realize that eternity is not going to be boring. If you think that after a million years, you will have become tired of God, you don't have a big enough God. And we need help from people who've seen the bigness of God. So here's a closing quote from my friend, Jonathan Edwards, who lived 300 years ago or 275 years ago. The fountain that supplies the joy and delight which the soul has in seeing God, knowing God, having eternal life, is infinite. The fountain that supplies our joy is infinite. Infinite. The understanding, our understanding, may extend itself as far as it will. It doth but take its flight into an endless expanse of glory and dive into a bottomless ocean. It may discover more and more of the beauty and loveliness of God, but it will never, never exhaust the fountain. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son so that whoever and I hope every one of you watching this will feel so preciously included here, sweetly, deeply, amazingly stunned included. Whoever believes in him will never perish, never go to hell, never go under the wrath of God, but will have this ninefold glorious eternal life. Amen.